Video Gamer Podcast number 411, and it's the 11th, ooh, eerie, of May? Yeah, it is May, oh, isn't it? It's Well, I mean, it's actually the 12th, isn't it, Josh? <laughs> yeah, you see, I've I've exposed the lie at the heart yeah. of the format, you know. They're, they'll be the listening. first time. We've, we've no. both done it at different points. We, we, we have, yeah, yeah. But I like the sort of... Sort of Mirror of you know four one one. Oh my god, we're giving them the four one one. Say some gang star is dissing your fly girl. <laughs> you just give them one of these, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm Josh Wise. That's Richmond Walker. Uh, I have got a report. I bought a pack of milk chocolate hobnobs. Yeah, it's a classic biscuit, obviously. Well, yes, a- I mean, excellent dunkage. Ah. Oh. It's unreal. I mean, mm. I don't know how they go from the knobbly oatiness and just the sheer absorbance power of the, yeah. of the hobnob yeah. and yet maintain such structural integrity. It's witchcraft. It's mad, isn't it? Um, mm. And I've got news because my flatmate, when I bought these hobnobs, I was sort of dunking them. and uh, And she told me... The, there was some some news item a couple of years back, and she pulled it up off the internet because I said, "Oh, it's brilliant! You know, it's 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 classic hobnob, but there's sort of chocolate on the top." And she was like, "No, no, no, chocolate on the bottom." Oh, this old. Do you remember this? Yeah. Did you did you and because it because it, it was like, oh yeah, well we we dip the hobnob like into a thing of chocolate like di- like down. So like so like the chocolate's actually on the bottom, but I don't really understand that because like surely that's the same for every biscuit, and then you got to turn it the other way up anyway to store it. Yeah, I suppose so, technically it is the bottom though, because if you were laying it on like a baking tray, that would be yeah. the bottom, wouldn't it? Yeah, that, may, may, that sort of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. What and the chocolate would just sort of solidify on the on the baking mm. tray, I guess. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I suppose it would. I like to my tactic is to sandwich two hobnobs together with the chocolate facing inwards. Number one That's disgusting. Because it because it's brilliant, you get two hobnobs. It's almost like a little hobnob chocolate sarnie. Mm. Uh but number two, your hands protected. Because you don't get the chalky melty stickiness on your hands. You're you're only handling biscuit base. So it's brilliant. Uh, I mean, yeah. Everyone's going to be trying this. It's going to sweep the nation, this, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I bloody mm. think so. So there you go. I'm going to start calling them knob hobs, just because yeah. the, the upside is in fact down. So they're not hob yeah. knobs, they're knob hobs. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm going to continue to... I have actually finished the pack, and I'm on my... I didn't finish it all today. I opened them yesterday, and I, I offered some around as well. But That's good. Yeah, not, no, by the way, not that I couldn't finish a pack in one sitting, though. No. I think I could... I mean, it would be... It would be bloody opulent, but I think I could manage it. I could. I mean, I used to smash a packet of Jaffa Cakes in one oh, quite, yeah, quite yeah. comfortably. <clears throat> and Absolutely. I got quite fat yeah. when I used to do that. <laughs> yeah. Weird, isn't but it? The, but in your defence, the Jaffa Cake is in, it's inherently lighter. Yeah. It's, e- it's easier to consume a wealth of Jaffa Cakes than it is you know, hobnob. It's a lot of oaty goodness in a hobnob, and, uh, but it is it's substantial. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got some good stuff this week. We're talking. Wait, 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 uh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, Josh. What mm. happened with the Caramac? Oh, bloody hell! Yes, yes. I have had a Caramac. Report back, please. It's good. It's <laughs> it is really good. Well, 
you're spot on. It's a gold bar, except yeah. sans uh-oh. biscuit. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, one of the listeners was tweeting at that. that one of the listeners tweeted a picture of them clutching a gold bar. So it seems like whenever we're talking about stuff on here, people just sort of Excellent. suddenly remember the existence of things. So oh, that's good. That's yeah. good. It's like that, like that poor listener who got distracted. <laughs> Do you remember we, we we fucked him up on his weekly shop because he was listening oh, yeah. to the pod as he was going into Tesco and he came out with like <laughs> with like a triple pack of twirls or, so, yeah. or something like that and like forgot a number of items. Uh, Caramax good. It's got the sort of dimensions of a dime bar, I suppose. It's all yeah. thin, flat, and long. Yeah. Um, I'm. Mm, I don't know if I prefer. The, I think I may prefer the gold bar for its chunkiness and its sort of yeah. consistency. But you're onto a winner with the Caramac. I do yeah. like the sort of delivery vehicle of it, and dare I say, the quality. Of the uh, of the caramel chocolatey mayhem might mm. be slightly higher in the caramac than it is in the gold bar. Yeah, well, it's sort of got to be purer, hasn't it? It can't hide mm. on the biscuit. Also, the, the gold, yeah, the gold bar's got the biscuit element. Yeah, no, you're right. Mm. Yeah, the caramac, it's a purer thing. You have mm. to get by on the quality of the. Uh, what yeah. is it? It's not chocolate. It is chocolate, but it's kind of caramelly. Sort of, yeah, light caramelly chocolate. Yeah, mm. it's well, I'm a fan. Amazing. Mm. Good. I am a Good. Fan. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. Yeah, you can go back yeah, to what yeah. you were saying before now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also, uh, good packaging. Mm. I love it. Sort of classic, like with the red with the yellow swoopy font. It's good stuff. I love yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I yeah. love a chocolate bar that could fit in in the 1950s. Yeah, it's got a classic vibe. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Big time. Mm. Yeah, we got a load of stuff this week. We, we've been playing a load of stuff. Um, some interesting little news tidbits as well. I suggest... Uh, that you have a lovely jingle and we jump right in. Uh-oh. Do a little chicken manoeuvre. Uh-oh. Little holes in the top. 100%. And it's the best deodorant I've ever used. So it's a stick. You know, the stick. 100%. Wow. You don't sweat. You smell great, as evidence today. Mm. Uh-oh. 100%. Do a little chicken manoeuvre. No. Do a little chicken manoeuvre. No. Do a little chicken manoeuvre. No. Right, this week, a number of things have happened. I have uh, finished and reviewed Pokemon Snap. Gave people mm-hmm. a little taste last week. Yeah. I um, I also started uh, Subnautica Below Zero, because I'm a bit of a masochist. Um, oh, are you at liberty to talk about it? Well, I think the embargo is was up on the, on the 11th, uh, yesterday. Okay. Uh, so, when this goes out, there will be reviews out there, but uh, you're mm. making me paranoid now, so I will no, no, check. No, no, if it's um, if it's out already, I think you're good. Well, I don't think it is out already. I can't. I think that's just the embargo said that it was that it was good, you know. Um, right, right. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll double check it. But also, uh, we've both been playing uh, Hood, <laughs> Outlaws and Legends. Exactly, exactly. Mm. Hood mm-hmm. colon. Is it a colon? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, better get that right. I mean, come mm. on. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, let me... Yeah, yeah. so Tuesday, May 11th. Uh, lovely stuff. Yeah, no, I'm allowed yeah, to talk right. about Subnautica. Yeah, cool good stuff. Um, right, yeah. Hood. Let's talk Hood, first of all. Yeah? Mm, let's, let's, let's. So, Rob, the Hood refers to... It's not a sort of gangster... When I first heard it, I was envisaging a sort of... Um, you know, Saint do you remember Rome. that thing... <laughs> Saints Row, Twenty Five to Life, Fear and Respect, the oft forgotten and cancelled Snoop mm. Dogg game, Fear and Respect. Oh God, yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. 
Um, yeah, PS2. Yeah, it was sort of, mm. San, sort of post San Andreas. Let's all jump on that and go mental. Uh, didn't <sighs> see the light of day. Um, yeah, Hood. It's not about the Hood. No. It's about Robin, Robin. Hood. Robin mm. of Loxley. Yeah. Um, Russell Crowe. Taron Egerton. Kevin, Kevin Costner. Costner. Yeah, best of all. Boston. Uh, Boston. Robin yeah. Hood via Boston. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Kevin, think... can you do an English accent? Yeah, sure. <laughs> wait, no. Oh, no, wait I a can't. minute. No, I can't. Oh, well, we're doing the movie now. We've, we've hired you. It's all set. Uh, cameras just talk are rolling. Like you do, Kev. Fuck just... it. <laughs> yeah. And actually, by the way, Russell Crowe, he seems to go everywhere. He seems to go from Yorkshire to Sheffield to Scotland to <laughs> London and to American and Australian and back again in the course of the single film. Uh, but he's mates so. with Wiggly Scott, so he gets the role. Yeah, he gets the role. He did well mm. in Gladiator, so we mustn't he did, forget that. To be fair, to be fair. Um, yeah, it's Robin Hood and mm-hmm. it's and his band of merry devilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've yeah. got it's it's a multiplayer online PvPve. Yeah, four people versus yeah. the versus each other with some computer fellas. Uh, <laughs> who have you got? You got Friar Tuck or Took, Took as he's referred to. Yeah. yeah, for some reason they don't want to. They don't want to do the proper things, so unless unless that is the, you know, classic oldie English thing oh, yeah, that we don't know gone, about. It could be. I wouldn't be surprised if it was that, you know, because mm. aren't Sumo Digital? Where are they in the world? Are Newcastle. This this studio. They're uh, Sumo oh. Newcastle. Did this. Oh okay okay. I was gonna say it'd be quite good if they were near Sheringham Forest. <laughs> that would be yeah. good. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, but they're not, so we can't do that. Uh, who else is in it? Maid Marion? But it's, no, was Marianne. it Marianne? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and John. Who's John? <laughs> John. Little John. John, except he's got a big war hammer. And, and he's he just goes, called John. And he's just called John. There's nothing mm. little about him, yeah? So no, back he's off. he's just plain old John. Back off or you'll get a, a fucking hammering, because he's got a massive <laughs> yeah. hammer. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you're teaming up, and uh, you're sneaking around until someone sees you, and then you're clobbering folks. You're nicking... Chests of treasure, sort of capture the flag vibe, but you're running yeah. back to a winch yeah. um, to winch the treasure up, which always made me think of Largo Winch, for anyone that remembers Largo Winch. Of course. Uh, it's not very good, mate. <clears throat> well, it's it's one thing. It's mm. steal the key from the sheriff, open the vault door, grab the chest, mm. take it to the winch, winch it before the other team does. <laughs> and it's do that on a bunch of maps over mm. and over and over again. Mm. And it's annoying. Well, it's uh, yeah, unbalanced. It's, and the and the reason that I, when you're winning, when you've actually won a game, or you're in the process of winning a game of what yeah. of whatever you're playing, uh, you know, your multiplayer, especially online stuff. If you're winning and it's still not very fun, yeah, uh, you That's can problem, you kind of know you're in trouble, right? Mm. So they've got they've got like they've got this weird system. Which is, I think, very silly. Where the more you play, the more you level up. But the thing is, is that you get people are just better at higher levels, which is not. It doesn't seem to me to be a great way of of of, of, of doing yeah. it, right? And the matchmaking you... doesn't match you with players of a similar skill, which I suspect is because there are so few players playing it. Well, because we, um, we did it a bit in early access, didn't we? And we did then, a little bit in early access, but then we also played it last night when it was fully out. Right. And, yeah, um, we did, didn't we? Got a few more yeah. console players and stuff. We came up against 
like 70 level 70 plus and we we're like level only, 14 or something aren't we yeah <laughs> and we can only assume that these people played it on the 7th when it when it went into early access and didn't stop they for for went yeah. or for goad what's the what's the they did they did that? not sleep they did not eat yeah for, uh, no they, food no sleep they just did no. the whole yeah that's all they did yeah yeah, and hey, it's paid off. Him. Paid but off. But that's not good for a multiplayer game. They should they should make it so that you know you don't just you're not just like mm. inherently better because then it's yeah. just not fair to new people. Exactly. Yeah, we um, were we ra- came unstuck against um, players with better perks. Um, mm. And yeah, that was that really. You you knew going in against higher level players that you weren't going to win. Yeah. And despite <laughs> yeah. our best efforts, we didn't win. No, we won a few on like mm. the in when we were in early access, but that, I think they were sort of closer to our level, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's so. the thing when when you are sort of similar level, it kind of works because it's balanced mm. and it's a level playing field. But otherwise, no, forget it. Yeah, Jokes. I um, I, yeah, and it's not. It's not the thing is when I was playing it, I thought, do you know what? It's quite cool because we we don't you don't get a lot of Robin Hood stuff mm. in mm-hmm. in games, right? Yeah. I can't think of any Robin Hood. Can you think of a Robin Hood game? Not off the top of my head, no. There's probably no. loads, but I can't think yeah, of any. Yeah, there probably right is, now. but not not sort of like big, massive... Like, I can't remember any. And it's really weird, because it's kind of a rich subject. Game mm. Video games on the whole have a fairly historic relationship with the bow and arrow, especially in recent years, from, you know, the Tomb Raider reboot onwards. People bloody love a bow, a recurve bow. Do you remember in Crisis, the bow? In that massive yeah. recurve? A like, recurve or a composite bow. Those or are the, a composite those are the two bow. big ones. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Video games, bloody loving it. But it's kind of weird that we haven't had more Robin Hood stuff. I mean, I don't know. But I've got a list the, here. If you go to oh, yeah. Wikipedia, there is a list. Mm. So there's a Robin Hood Prince of Thieves game. <laughs> volume, of course, based on Oh, Robin God, Hood yeah, volume. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But then the other stuff... Although it was kind of indirectly that, because the thing is, that was kind of like a Metal Gear-style stealth game, not really a yeah, kind of was, bow and yeah. arrow. Yeah. But yeah, no, I take your point. Yeah, yeah. There's only, but literally, there's 14 mm. ever... What That's was the mad, most recent including one? Including Hood. Hood is the most recent. Uh, and before that, I think Volume might be. Unbelievable. Yes, yeah, it's, it's kind of a rich thing. Like, mm. I guess Assassin's Creed has trod similar territory. I mean, it's done England and it's done yeah. sort of ye olde timey stuff and you're robbing and stabbing and swinging from the rooftops. But, yeah, anyway. But Hood sort of, when I was playing it, I was thinking, oh, this sort of doesn't really feel like it, though. It just kind of feels like a... yeah. Another one. I say another one of these games. It is fairly unique in its in its PvPVE, you know, sort of four on four objective based setup. I haven't played anything quite like it to its yeah. credit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it, it may well be the more you put into it and the higher your level, I suppose, the more you enjoy yourself. Which and it's um, one of these games as a roadmap, a post-launch roadmap that's going to add more modes and content and stuff. But wouldn't it be lovely mm. to have that content. Like out of the box on day one. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, mm. it's a bit of a shame. Um, yeah, you're going to be reviewing that this week. I mean, I, I think, yeah. and and fair play, we can we can play a bit more. And it could be one of those things where I was going to say it's good later on, but it's rubbish at the beginning. But you know, if you're level seventy-one and you've been playing the game non-stop, going going bloody mad, you know, f- fair fair enough. Maybe it's a little more fun then. But that you know, but it shouldn't have. Not, to, it shouldn't. Not, um, yeah, shouldn't take that. Shouldn't Not take getting to level seventy for a game to be good. No, mm. no. 
But yeah, hey ho, there you go. But yeah. you know, shout out to uh, Took Friar Took because he mm. swings a big mace, which I I don't know if 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 monks are taught to swing battle maces, but this one is um, this one bloody well is, and he <laughs> heals people with magic. So mm. you know, mm-hmm. fair enough. Yeah, and he looks um, a bit like Quan Chi from Mortal Kombat. Looks a bit like Quan Chi. Looks a little bit like Kratos, specifically on the PS2 mm. with the red paint down his uh, shaven skull. Quan Kratos. Um, mm. And mm. if he uh, if he walks, he, I, I I took uh, I took great pleasure in making Tuck Took um, just sort of walk. He's got a nice walk where Walks he puts his hand behind menacingly. his back. Mm. Yeah, a, a sort of mad monk. Yeah. You know. um, yeah. But yes, that is Hood Outlaws and Legends. Don't go in confused. You know, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not gangster. It's it's yeah. Sheringham. Mm-hmm. So you know, Sheringham. you've been warned. Do you mean Sherwood? I mean, Sher- Sher- Sherwood. Did I say Sheringham earlier? I think you did. As well? Yeah, but I thought you, I thought I'd misheard. <laughs> you, you, yeah, yeah. Do you know I've been to Sheringham because we used to go on holiday to um, Norfolk. And it's okay. like Sheringham and Cromer are sort of the two seaside Norfolk places that we And you always to. see Teddy hanging out there. Yeah. Yes. Mm, and there's an arcade in 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 Sher- in, uh, in in Sheringham as well. I think Lovely. with time with Time Crisis three. In Oof. It? Nice. Pretty good. Nice. One. Nice. Nice. Pretty. That's good the only Time one. Crisis game I don't have. Three. Got mm. got one, two, and four. And there's pro- there's other spin-offs, I imagine, right? Three had the rifley, th- like the machine gun yeah. thing, because they the kind of did that. In Calgary. Uh, mm. Yeah. Well, there you go. Mm. Uh, next up on the docket, Poke E Man Snap. Go um, on, tell us more about this. Because what's kind of weird is last week I gave it like five minutes, and the thing is, <laughs> is that what I said within that five minutes is kind of a, it's basically a microcosm for a, for the wider review. Really, mm. everything mm. that was good about it was good in that five minutes, and the things that would eventually uh, get a little thin, a little drawn out about it was also there in that in that five minutes. <laughs> so mm. mm-hmm. after playing for a couple of hours and then playing for about ten hours. Um, my thoughts are, are basically unchanged. It's it's a really lovely central concept, which was done no better than when it was done originally uh, by Hal Laboratory on the N sixty four, and I think Hal and uh, and Nintendo kind of know inherently when they have a sort of pure and intriguing premise, they have mm. a very very good grasp on how not to stretch that out. Um, yeah. And I was reminded when playing Pokemon Snap. New Pokemon Snap, I should say, um, <clears throat> of those Luigi's Mansion games, which was yeah. the sort of comparison that I drew in that you've got an original Luigi's Mansion, which is all of five hours, six hours long. And that was produced by Miyamoto, as was the original Pokemon Snap. It's produced by Satoru Iwata yeah. and Shigeru Miyamoto. And they sort of understand the crux of that central idea and make a really pure experience. And then you've got other developers. I think it's uh, Next Level Games that come in and do Luigi's Mansions 2 and 3. And they effectively expand on that core thing and they add they add new things in. And, of course, the graphics are better. But ultimately, what you end up with is, is a kind of... Um, well, you hesitate to say watered down, but certainly sort of elongated version of what yeah. was a, a really pure experience. And it does expose the fact that, the you know, Pokemon Snap was a wonderful thing, especially if you were young at the time. Um, and, and, and and even if you weren't, the gra- I remember the graphics were sublime. And going from the Game Boy 
to seeing Pokemon. I think it beat out the release of Pokemon Stadium by a month in Japan. Although I think in this country, Pokemon Stadium may have come out first. But either way, the kind of thrill of the of the original Pokemon Snap was seeing the graphics, was seeing yeah. Pokemon in like full polygonal 3D, mm. um, and it and it looked amazing. <clears throat> Obviously, though, that, that we aren't, like, wowed by that now because it's, you know, graphics have marched on and it's, on a, and, and it's on a Switch. And, Why aren't you wowed by the Pokemon, Josh? <laughs> well, I'm a, you know, I'm a jaded old critic, yeah. you know. That's oh. just what happens, I think. But, but it does have one glorious thing, and that glorious thing is the technology, like the mm-hmm. Switch itself sort of, you know, becomes a camera. And that's a wonderful thing. It's very, very rare that you yeah. are given hardware that that sort of meshes so seamlessly with the software and actually sort of almost thematically becomes a part of the game. And that's a really beautiful thing. So it uses the Switch's motion sensors. Yeah. Um, so you can mo- whip it about like a camera. And well, we actually had one of the listeners uh, messaging last week about this. <laughs> one of the baffling things is you can't make the right shoulder button that the, the take the camera button, which is really weird. You yeah, can, that, that is weird. It's like, but like the left shoulder button is the zoom button, but the right one isn't to take the picture. You can change it so that the, so that the R1 button is take a picture, but not R2, which is a shame because R2 is all clunky and nice and clicky. Mm, But anyway, it it sort of becomes a camera. And the best thing about it is you can stand up and just like in the middle of the living room and it almost becomes like a little VR window. You know, you're sort of going through this area. And one of my favourite things, which I sort of touched on in my review, was like, you know, it was like a flock of wing girl that came at me, and I was too quick. This is the other thing: that the aiming speed is a little, a little bit sluggish. Even on maximum speed, it's still a little bit sluggish. Um, yeah. But the advantage of the motion stuff is that you can spin around in your living room <laughs> and just aim the switch behind you and catch a really like lightning fast snap. And when you're doing yeah. that. That's a little moment of magic, you know. That, that's the closest the game came to to, to sort of essentially recreating um, a bit of the magic that's been gone. But I think ultimately, for me, those that sort of little five minute segment I said last week really kind of sums up the the sort of the, the feeling you get from it. You, you you play it for a little while, and you think, yeah, you think this is co- like this is a cool idea, and I, I, I totally get this. But at the mm. same time, you think after Pokemon Go, which I think, you know, I don't play it anymore, but I remember when Pokemon Go was first released. That was sheer, like, amazement. Like, mm. like seeing Pokemon in AR in the real world on, on a real <laughs> camera on your phone. Yeah, that, and then watching that... your battery die afterwards. Then... <laughs> yeah. Also great. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and walking into stuff and, and, yeah. and getting crowds of people all assembling in parks, screaming at each other, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it, there are a certain, you know, unfortunately, because of the, the things that have happened between now and the N64, you know, it can't, it doesn't quite amaze. But there are just those moments when it's, you're holding it in your hands and you're moving the switch about like it's a camera. And you just think, oh, that's a little bit of magic, that. And, and, it's, and it's different enough from Pokemon Go to sort of carve out a little niche. So, yeah, a sort of slight idea. It, it, it always was a little bit slight. Mm. Um but just sort of presented beautifully, and it, you know, and in and in a charming world. Plus, photographing little Pokemon as they're running about, you you, you can't really take a stick at that. I mean, you could, but we're you not. You could. Gonna... Well, I tell you what, you could throw an apple at it, which is mm. what you can do in the game. And 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 pelting an apple at a Pichu's stupid little head and watching it shake its head—that glorious. Why are you encouraged to be so mean to Pokemon all the time? I mean, isn't it enough that you trap them and make them fight? <laughs> 
Like, you got to throw apples at them as well. These yeah, poor little apples bastards. But they're little twats, aren't they? Just sort of running around in the grass. They're, 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 they're doing nothing. So. Do you know what? You're right. Fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah. Uh, so that's Pokemon Snap. Now, mm. now, I've got one more for you. Yeah. Uh, just a little cheeky one. Oh, yeah. Subnautica. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, mm. And I'll only be brief because I've only played it for about for t- just over two hours from what that's I can enough, manage. That's You can review it now. Done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I asked for it on the Switch. Mm. It's out for everything, I think. I think it's out for literally everything. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from Stadia or something. Yeah. But, you know, it's... Uh, the reason I asked for it on the Switch, because I, I, th- I sort of thought that would be the only way that I could handle it. Because I've got quite a, a sort of nasty fear of the ocean to be honest. Yeah, um, we've discussed this. I remember you saying, yeah. We have, we have discussed mm. it, and there are some games that I just can't really handle. Like, So I, what you want is you want Subnautica in VR. That would be that nice. That would be, I think I, that would make me, t- I, I think I'd have a panic attack. Or I'd be sick, probably, and just shut my mm. eyes. Uh, that would be awful. Um, mm. This is a little bit more manageable, because I can hold the Switch at arm's length. Um, but, yeah. but even then, I need to look away. Like, oh god, it's 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 when you're above the surface of the water, yeah, and then you you look down into the deep, and it just oh into my the more into the more deep. It's moor. terrifying, but it's also a load of other stuff. The story's really cool. Even right off the bat, you play as Robin Ayu, um, and who and you work for the Altera Cor- Corporation. Robin. Or your, your sister worked for them. Your sister Sam. Uh, has uh, seems to have died uh, in a, in right. an unfortunate. Well, we're told it's a you know a, an accident due to negligence, but Robin doesn't quite believe that. Mm. Um, and there seems to be something shady going on with this corporation. Surprise, surprise! What is it with corporations and general yeah, I mean, shadiness? Is there a corporation that isn't shady? I don't think there is. To be fair, no, I don't no, know I'm, one. Umbrella were pretty shady, weren't they? Uh, just a bit. Just a bit. Um, mm. And this is kind of not that dissimilar to Umbrella in a way, because there's this planet called mm. 4546B. It's a very romantically named planet. Yeah, um, it's that. It's an ocean planet, <clears throat> which is covered in these huge sheets of ice. So the whole thing about Below Zero, obviously, is that it's a little bit it's like cold. Subnautica, cold, but it's it? Below Zero. It's mm. colder. That's colder. Um, a lot of ice, a lot of Arctic stuff, and mm. the beasties that sort of prowl the depths are, are sort of icy beasties, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, the central premise is you crash land on this on this on this watery planet. You've got a little pod that you can get into, and you can you can use that. It's a survival game, so you have to craft like water, and you get thirsty and hungry. Although you can you can turn those features off, which is quite nice if you just want to experience the story. And kind of go okay. about and just sort of poodle about your business without worrying about the survival stuff. You can, which I is like nice. Cause, yeah, yeah. I thought you would when I was playing it. I thought, oh, that's a nice option, Rich. You, if you want to play, mm. you can play on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh yeah, I wasn't expecting the story to grab hold as much as it does early uh, early on. The, the voice acting is good, um, and I really mean that as well. It's quite rare in get you just you just get sort of like. Um, unusually sort of solid and decent and normal it isn't it isn't over egged it's delivered sort of plainly and crisply and the characters are believable mm. and you nice. you know you do sort of want to know what's happened to sam and why um 
but you cr- your your sort of descent onto the planet it, it involves some stress. I won't ruin anything, but some some stress occurs, and your pod is is battered, uh, and you crash land in the sea. And from there on out, you're just you're basically exploring. You're synthesizing things like your oxygen tanks and your super fast flippers, and your you got a little mm. knife that you can use to fend off attackers. Um, but it is it's really uh, scary in a in a, in a yeah, way I mean. that I find super <clears throat> tough to. Well, you're just sort of set, and you know, someone says, "Oh, go and explore this thing over here." You know, it's three hundred meters that way, and all you can see mm. is just like endless deep blue. It's just f- f- oh god. Um, what that computer that beat Gary Kaspar? Yeah, it's the very same, and yeah. and he's a, a devilish mastermind. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, massive, massive sea monsters. I don't know mm. if I'm going to make it through without you know screaming or 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 uh, <laughs> having to turn the switch off or wearing goggles as well. I'm going to have to come up with a strategy to play it without. Um, Famously, the goggles do nothing as well. Oh God, yeah, you're right. Mm. Yeah. They do. Mm, be they, do. they don't do anything. You do. Um, but I'll crack on with uh, Below Zero. I'm not sure when it's out. It might be out at the end of this week. I think it's the 14th. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, if you like Subnautica, you're going to like this, because it's the same, but colder. So, you know, I'll crack on with it as best I can, and uh, <laughs> more on that next week. I, I look forward to it. In the meantime... Yeah, uh, we got some news, so oh, you, you better yeah. buckle up because some of it's fairly exciting. So what we'll do is chat about something inane. We're supposed to have one little tiny inane chat. Chat, you know. I could just chat. We'll have a lovely chat. We'd be chatting. Banter. Video games. Chatting. I tell you what. Bloody chat. Is it good? Uh, yeah. That's a fact. Brilliant. News. Lost judgment. You're excited, obviously. God, yeah. God, yeah. Mm. I, I, I can't actually express how excited I am. Mm. I'm very excited. It looks like the sequel that I wanted. Because uh, I love Judgment, <laughs> but this sounds... I, I wanted more of the investigation and stuff, and they've upgraded that. So I'm all in. Mm. That's all they that needed the to do. Is that thing where you, you pilot the little drone and that? Yeah, but this is, they've, they've like... Um, Got new stuff like wiretapping and uh, stealth, mm. and I'm hoping sort of more agency in making your own deductions and things. That's what I'd like as well, because you know it just the game basically just did it for you, didn't it? It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted Plus to make those, choices um, and things. Those chase secrets were pretty bullshit. I, I, yeah, they're I, annoying. I yeah, wouldn't be wouldn't be sad if they went. Um, mm. But yeah, it'll be announced for PlayStation and Xbox is coming September twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. Once Globally, again, following worldwide, detect- yeah, worldwide, it's yeah, that's a victory. Mm. Uh, Takayuki Yagami, as he gets thrown into a new investigation, a murder no less, uh, yeah. starts off on the streets of Kamurocho, mm-hmm. but eventually takes him to the Ijincho district of Yokohama, previously seen in Yakuza Like a Dragon. Yeah. So that's exciting. Ijin Cho was cool, I thought. It was, yeah. Yeah, very cool. I thought it was very cool. Um, so we're looking forward to that. And also, future... And this is... I guess this is kind of known. I mean, mm-hmm. Well, not known as just sort of deducible. If you'd have asked me, I would have said that this will happen. Yeah. Future Yakuza titles will also be turn-based RPGs, confirms yeah. the studio. Yeah. Um, in the wake of the announcement of Lost Judgment, members of the dev team at Ryu Gagotoku Studio seemingly confirmed that the main Yakuza series will now permanently use the turn-based RPG mechanics 
uh, introduced in Like a Dragon. Nagoshi and producer Kazuki Hosokawa confirmed the change would be permanent, saying uh, the Yakuza series has been transformed into a turn-based RPG. On the other hand, over the years, Ryu Gakotoku Studio has accumulated resources and know-how of making flashy and exhilarating action games. Boy, howdy. We decided that we should let our signature action gameplay live on through last lost judgment. So, for fans of the for the you know the sort of classic uh, Yakuza formula, you've now got the Judgment series to keep mm. you, you know, keep it's the nice, ticking over. Everyone's a winner. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and there could I, even be cool crossovers with like Ichiban and. Uh, I would like imagine to. if you saw Ichiban in Lost Judgment when you went to Ijin Show. I mean, I did find that Judgment was very, very careful not to tie in too much with Yakuza. Like you know, yeah. no, no one major sort of popped up. That's true. Um, that is I true. Think, I think they should embrace it. Why not? Mm. Yeah, why not? It's a lovely chuck lovely them in shared world. Exactly. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have some fun with it. Mm, I agree. I agree. Mm. Although I can also understand that sort of stuff can get a little bit. If you if you drive if you sort of lean on that stuff too much, it does get a little bit sort of sigh inducing. You sort of think, okay, well, look, stand on your own yeah. two feet though. There is there is a there's balance. a way to do it. Yeah, there's a yeah. way to do it, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Mm. Um, I'm really excited because Flashback Two is happening. Um, there is a flashback to already though, isn't there? There is Which a flashback is too. It's called Out of the Park. Uh, sorry, it's called Fade, Fade to Black. To black. Yeah, um, which was good, though it wasn't as good as Flashback. Uh, and there no. was also, uh, lest we forget, a remake um, of of, uh, of Flashback that was that was quite quite bad, um, poorly released, received. Yeah, released on Xbox Arcade in 2013, mm. um, and so that the, in the announcement they're kind of ignoring both Fade to Black and and the disappointing remake. But uh, it's from French publisher Microids, and they announced uh, that work has begun on a sequel to the 1992 classic, and the original creator, Paul Quisset, is on board, which is kind of mm. exciting. Yeah. Um, worth noting, it's... it's uh, we, we don't know exactly when it's coming out. Suffice to say, it's 2022. That was what, was, that was what sort of came out. Um, PC and consoles, 2022. Um, yeah. But uh, Quisset said in a quote, in development, developing a sequel to Flashback is an idea I've had for a very long time. Um, I can't wait for players to discover the new adventures of Conrad B. Hart, mm-hmm. uh, a character created almost 30 years ago. Um, mm-hmm. We're really aiming to please fans of the original, while also appealing to any players with a weak spot for futuristic games. But yeah, <laughs> Flashback's a terrific game. It remains a terrific game. You can get it on... Uh, th- th- they released a nice little HD version of it, where you can sort of switch to the old graphics and to the new graphics. Itself. I never, never finished the bastard thing. We oh, rent, me and a mate rented it back in the day, and we got to the alien hive at the end. Couldn't find where to plant the bomb. I'm pretty sure I've talked about this on the pod before, but I'm talking about it again because it's still oh, yeah. galling. It still annoys me to this day. Yeah. We just had to turn <clears> it off, <throat> and that's it. There is, well, I tell you what. There's there's a really good port that came out in 2018. I think it was for the PS4 and the Switch. Right. Um, and it and and, and it. I think I've it on worth, Xbox. I think I got it on the. I think I got it on Xbox. I think I, I didn't it. come out for Xbox. Are you sure? Uh, yep. Of the original flashback. Uh, yep. No. I'm looking Good. at the wiki right now. No. No. I'm looking no. at our site, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what have we got an achievement list for it then? What's that about? Uh, could that be something else? Something different? No, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's on the Microsoft Store as well. Uh, well, it's not. This is on Wikipedia. 
well, Wikipedia's, you know, taking you the wrong way. Here you go. Strange. I'll put it in WhatsApp Strange. for you. Have a look at that. Oh, well. There you go. You can get it on everything then. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was really good. It was really, really good. I recommend playing it now because you probably will know how, where to plant the bomb yeah, yeah. in the in the hivey bit. Cause it's I not mean, I was, I was like nine years old. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. Stuff, st- oh, no, stuff was minute. more difficult then. 1993. I was 11. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. Mm. Um, so yeah, flashback to 2022. Loving it. Excited for it. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil Village. A film director's come out saying they've been nicking his ideas. Yeah. Yeah. So think of that. Yeah, I won't. I won't give too much away because the game. When did it? When did Village actually come out? Last week. It's mine and Josh's favourite character as well. Mm. Yeah. So uh, Dutch movie director Richard Raphorst, um has claimed that a, 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 a late game boss uh, in Resident Evil Village bears a striking resemblance to one that he created for his 2013 uh, found footage horror film, Frankenstein's Army. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a quote that he he spoke to Eurogamer, this uh, this director. Um, And he said, this is just one-to-one, really. It's it's the same scene as in my movie. Um, the ho- uh, uh, I won't go into detail on the design of the thing itself. He just says it's 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 all the same, even the environments, the whole color palette. It's all the same. He said he was uh, pissed and insulted by what he believes to be his idea in the game, calling the movie uh, calling the move creative abuse. Uh, although he says <sighs> that he would have been more receptive if Capcom approached him first. He said if they asked me. Um, you know, hey, we'd love to have your design in our next Resident Evil and we'll give you a credit or some kind of royalty payment. I would have been honoured and flattered and proud. I would have been a, a super positive experience. As it is, they didn't do that. So Yeah. I mean, funny. you sent it's me funny. the picture of it and it does look yeah. exactly the same. Yeah, it, it's weird, isn't it? But all the comments I've seen on that news story have been mm. people giving Capcom the benefit of the doubt, going, oh, everything's nicked nowadays. <laughs> like, Really? Why would that be your takeaway? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Did, I, I, I just don't know what to say. Imagine yeah. if I published a plagiarised article. Do you think they'd be so forgiving then? Yeah, oh, well, everything's <laughs> nicked. That's all right. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's all stolen. If no, if we didn't have, if if no, if we didn't have the honeymooners, then we wouldn't have gotten the yeah, Flintstones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Edward G. Robinson, Police <laughs> Chief Wiggum. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, silliness. That's that's. I wonder what will happen. I wonder if because also that director doesn't own the rights to the to it. He sort of signed those over to the production company mm. that that did the money for the film. Um, it's manic mailman all over again. It's manic mailman all over again. And I wonder if if they'll if they'll get in touch with Capcom and say, look here, you bloody nick my thing. So mm. I, don't, I don't know who bloody this could knows. be. Uh, this could be the beginning of a saga. Could be. Could be. Mm. Uh, Sledgehammer Games is doing the next Call of Duty, which is, well, as far as I I'm concerned, shocked. good news. Probably mm. sounds like it's going to be that Call of Duty Vanguard thing, which is the World War t- another World War Two one, because obviously Sledgehammer mm-hmm. did Call of Duty World War Two, so that makes yeah. sense, right? Unless they bring back Spacey for another one. <laughs> yeah, he, he's all right, isn't he? Don't to think. Um, uh, I think he's largely <laughs> avoided controversy. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's all right. Yeah, stick yeah. him in a game. Big time. Mm. Uh, yeah, so sort of, we don't know if it is the Vanguard thing, but the smart money says it is. Yeah, um, I'm I'm all up for that. Sledgehammer, good. World War Two is really really good. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was and uh, uh, Paul Daniels. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What a choice of the for the protagonist, eh? <laughs> they didn't know. No. But it's no. funny. But it's still really funny. Uh, Tom Clancy's The Division colon Heartland yeah announced by uh, Ubisoft coming in 2021-22 a a Ubisoft original oh fucking hell yeah (laughs) I don't know what's going on okay so let's just deal with that first of all so Ubisoft are doing this thing where they're calling it they're calling their games a Ubisoft original like why what's the point it's so stupid yeah point number one who the what do you think, your HBO, or your Netflix or something? Yeah. Point number also, two... Yeah, go on. What developer isn't? Unless you're doing a remake or a remaster, everything's an original from every developer. Well, unless three. I guess If you're brought in to do work on an existing yeah. franchise, but even then, the game that you're making is an original. And point three, when was the last time Ubisoft published anything else by anyone else that wasn't an internal <laughs> studio? Those days are long gone, no? Yeah, I thought you were going to be a little bit more mean there and say, when was the last time Ubisoft published anything original? Oh, no. That's harsh. But <laughs> not entirely harsh. unfair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a bit... A little bit catty from Rich yeah, Walker there. Yeah. But he didn't no, no, say no. it. He didn't, didn't say it. He stopped himself short of saying it. I did. Um, but yeah, speaking of brand new original stuff, so they're doing a more... They're doing another Division game. Mm-hmm. Um, the Division Heartland. Free to it's play. Free yeah. to play. So, so thank God. There's a good guarantee of quality there. Um, the light on detail. Announcement on the Ubisoft blog reveals that development will be handled by longtime Rainbow Six Studio and frequent uh, Division collaborators, Red Storm Entertainment. It'll be yeah. a standalone game, PlayStation, Xbox, PC, uh, 2021 to 2022. They're not sure. So, mm. mm-hmm. that's coming. Yeah. Are you excited? Well, having not really played much of the Division Two and getting bored with it quite quickly, no, mm. is my answer to that. I, I, I'm indifferent to the Division. It's Largely a bit to me. It's a little bit dull. Mm. I'm not that bothered. No, I, 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 I agree. I don't know what it is about the Division. I just, I find it, uh, un, un, uncompelling. Should we yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Uh, Gears of War Studio, sorry, Gears Studio, mm, mm-hmm. the Coalition, mm. um, shifting to Unreal Engine 5 for, quote, multiple new next-gen projects. Yeah. St- studio put out a statement saying, as we look to future games, we're, I'm going to paraphrase this, we're hopping over to Unreal Engine 5. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty sure and, they didn't say hopping. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. I think they might have done, so, we're you chipping, know, bear with We're me. chipping over to that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're excited uh, to uh, continue the tradition of being bloody good developers uh, by developing on Unreal Engine 5 for multiple new projects in the coming years. However, before anyone goes uh, bloody bonkers, this is me saying this, not them, they didn't say that. Um, but what they did say was, quote, we want to be clear, we will not be announcing any new projects or titles for some time. Mm-hmm. So... You know, if anyone's about to start screaming about Gears 6, just cool it for a bit, yeah? Yeah, although multiple new projects, one of those got to be, hasn't it? A new you Gears game. You would think. Yeah. You would think. Plus, they're yeah. doing Operations 7 and 8, aren't they? they? They did that Operation 6 thing for Gears There's The seasons, yeah, they got another two of those at least. Another so. two of them. Another two mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, listen, Coalition, bloody good. Is it Rod, Rod Ferguson, right? He's gone, so, mate. 
Oh yeah, he left. Yeah, he's gone. He can't sit still. I mean, Rod, he's off. He's the, yeah, off again. He'll be back he, as well. I bet. <laughs> yeah, he he, well, he's the closer, isn't he? He's he's the guy the, uh, that you bring in yeah. if you're if you're struggling. Um, he's uh, yeah. ABC. Always, Always be closing. Be closing. Yeah. yeah, coffees for closers. Yeah, second prize is a set of steak knives. Yeah. So. <laughs> third prize is you. <laughs> third prize is you fired. Uh, yeah, the, the coalition, much like three four three industries, mm-hmm. they get they get my thumbs up. I bloody love them. I just wish mm. they were released from the from the weight of a of a franchise that they were brought in to continue. That that's always a thing. They did that such a thing though. Even their logos like a chainsaw thing I know I know I know it's the same obviously with 343 is a reference to, to Guilty Spark and stuff mm. I know that that is what they were built for and but it, it's almost a shame because they are so talented and you play Halo 4 and Halo 5 and you think to yourself you know what these are like really good sci-fi shooters they're not really Halo anymore <gasps> but they are really good sci-fi shooters Gears of War is still clo- far closer to Gears of War like if, I, th- I think you would you would probably struggle if you if you didn't know yeah. that it wasn't made by. Epic well, I remember Games, I remember interviewing yeah. uh, one of the Gears of War four main guys, and I said mm. I, I said, um, "Well, this is yeah, feels a lot like a Gears game." And he's like, "Thanks, <laughs> that's a that's the greatest compliment you could have given me." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, good." <laughs> well, there you go. Because it is. It, it's <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> well, it look, definitely. Feel, I hope the coalition. Like Gears. I, I hope they get a chance to do something new. Because that's exciting, you know. I like, I like that, and and uh, you know, gears is good, but I, I'm kind of, I've had enough, you know. It doesn't excite what could me it like do, it once did. But what could it do to sort of what, be gears? fresh and interesting again? Yeah, I don't it's think very it could. Much a I, thing, I, you know. I, yeah, I think it's just fine to admit that that some things have a life and that they come to the end of that life, and that's fine. Like, yeah. you know. It did what it did, and lots of other games took note, and it was very influential, and it was and it was great. But you know, you do reach the end of, of something, I think. And uh, yeah. was, I mean, the original trilogy is still unmatched for me. Certainly, you know, four or five didn't. I I, I liked four quite. and five a lot. I must say, I, I love the original trilogy, but I do think yeah, four and five I, were I, very good as well. I thought they were good, I, but they did yeah. not match the original. Like, the original trilogy for me was so. Uh, like one was such a huge deal, and then mm-hmm. and then two, two and three built off it. So, like it, it's yeah, it's kind of like yeah, they, they they are very good, but then for me they're not up there with the original trilogy. I'll say that. I'll say that it's like that, that trilogy, and then four and five are, are are a little a little below. They're still really good though. I'm not saying mm. they're not. You know. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, Nintendo Switch has sold eighty five. Sorry, Switch. <laughs> is that just a Switch Lite? Eighty five. Is that it? 85 million. Yeah. Jesus, really? So, in its most profitable year, yeah. Most profitable year to date, according to its financial results uh, for the year ending March 31st, 2021, Mm -hmm. uh, 84.59 million Nintendo Switch consoles sold. I've contributed to that, as you you well know. And me too. Me -hmm. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't haven't played my Switch in a long time. Yeah, you've got to get on that. It's it's a little bit good. Um, Mm. I bought another Switch uh, yesterday. What? Why? Uh, the blue one. Why? Why? Because <laughs> it's blue. What? You? Are you kidding? What are you going to no. do with your other one? Well, it's quite good actually. Because so my flatmate wanted a Switch Lite. Yeah. Um, and he was kind of, he was kind of looking around, and he he was sort of thinking about getting the new because then it just announced the new blue one. Mm. Uh, but I really wanted it, so I was like, I tell you what, I'll sell you my grey one. 
I think it was like 170 <laughs> for the grey one. So for me, it was like I got the blue one for like 30 quid, little 30 quid upgrade. Okay. Just to have a blue one. <laughs> Just to have a... It's you're, glorious. You're a, you're like, a mad, you're a it's, mad man. It's, well, it's deeply sexy. It's like a, it's like an indigo. It's like, it's like you, you know that lovely like... Oh, is it blue? of the advance. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You look at it in a certain light and you think to yourself, oh, is that a bit purple? And then you kind of hold it up to the thing. You're like, oh, no, it's blue. It's a lot like the GBA. More like the GBA mm. than the mm-hmm. than the GameCube, which which really was purple in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know. Uh, it's 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 glorious. I, yeah, I love yeah, yeah. that. But anyway, anyway, so you know, there you go. It's all it's all going all going well in Nintendo Town. Lovely. Um, and yeah, what's the what's the final news item? Oh yeah, huh. PlayStation filed a trademark for Sunset Overdrive. Bit weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess that's a PlayStation franchise now, then, because yeah. uh, they bought Insomniac, didn't they? They bought it, and I guess Insomniac had the IP, so I don't know if they're going to do anything with it, but they got it, so well, who knows, maybe they'll It's a really fun game. A... Like, it's mad. Bring it to PlayStation, stupid. Yeah, 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 I guess. It depends what they want to do, though. Like, Are they going to do an HD thing? Just or, Well, I guess it was already it's an already HD. Well, they're going to do like a sort of ghost style. Port. Lovely. Yeah, a simple port. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, or a there. sequel, you know, or both. Yeah, yeah. You know, use it. Honest, use that IP. Come on. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that wrong. fussed with uh, Sunset Overdrive. To be oh, honest, you, well, you're just a silly boy, aren't you? I thought it was all right. Because it was very good. It was fun. Nah. Fun. Yeah, no, it was. It all was right. like. Listen, it is fine. Was it fun or was it fine? <laughs> Email in. Email uh, in. Yeah, it was. We'll fu- it was fun. Votes. It was fun for about fifteen minutes, and then no, no, no. Yeah, I played it for hours and hours and hours, and I loved it. it <laughs> yeah, great. but you'll play anything. You'll play bloody rubbish. You'll play Assassin's Creed Valhalla for hours and hours and hours. Yeah, well, it's fun. I like that. Mm. What's wrong with that? Mm. Don't be slagging that off. Mm. Uh, it's about time to get quizzical. See if we can summon Matt from upstairs. Um, did you win last week? Oh, I haven't won for blooming weeks. No, no, you have. I, someone won last week, like right on the end. I think it was Matt. I don't think it was me. It was um, uh, the Lilat system from Star Fox. Yeah, no, I definitely oh, yeah, didn't it was. Win it was Matt. No. It was Matt, yeah. No, All right, rubbish. well, look, rubbish. have a lovely that jingle. Was rubbish, that was. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll, we'll summon him. Okay, alright, well, are you guys ready? I personify a place, it's a video game setting. Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting. You say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas, and then you say what that place is. If you say it and it's the right place, you win. Stop. Stop. I'll go through the clues as many times as you like, and yep. I have, as ever, backup clues, because I don't like drawers. Clue. Actually, no. I'll. 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 What? I'll, I'll you got to introduce a little quiz. What's that? Yeah, imagine if I just Clue. launched straight into it. That'd be good, wouldn't it? We'll cut that bit out. We'll cut that bit. Leave out. this in. This is good. No, leave it in. Leave it in. It's great. Put that bit in. We want to dumb down. Just, right. just trying to streamline the pod. Right, you're the one that's. You're on the clock here, mate. You, you know. It's all right. You derailed right. it, Rich. We could have just gone straight into clue number one. Yeah, right. True. Jingle. Bam. Love it. Quiz. We're joined by Matt from upstairs. Hello, Matt from upstairs. How are you doing? I'm good. I've been summoned by the 100 and something odd. Yeah, yeah we, both, Rich, we broke Rich Matt's phone. <laughs> Rich was well out of hand. Just just bombarding Matt's phone. Yeah. Josh told uh, me to do it. All right. So so uh, you know, absolute child, Rich. And if Josh Passing told me to buck. jump off a cliff, I would. You, you, you would do pressure, it. He peer uh, yeah. pressured you, did he? 
I, I've been up to. I want to test that. I want to get rich to jump off various different cliffs. <laughs> yeah, just testing yeah. the you know the height. Um, yeah. yeah. So, but Matt won last week. Pipped it right at the end, if I remember correctly. Yeah, just about, just about clocked it. I got onto Donkey Kong somehow, and then that got me onto Nintendo stuff, and that got me onto Star Fox. I don't want to talk about last week. Yeah, well, it's because you failed. All the week it? before that. All the week before that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought I thought your lead was insurmountable, Rich. At one no. point, I, 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 I'm oh, clawing dear. my way back slowly but surely. No, mm, no. Mm. Oh, do you know right, what you forgot to then. mention in the news, Josh? Sorry, uh, mm. baby, baby Chris in Resident Evil. Oh, what the mod? Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's that brilliant. Improves it a lot. Would that would right. that have put more points on your score, Rich? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I th- yeah, I think it I think easily. It uh, clue number one. Mm-hmm. I am something of a paradise if you can afford it. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Clue number two. I was a filming location for a superhero movie. Oh. Uh. That's going to be a nine. Mm-hmm. I think I have an inkling. Oh, wow. Okay. Maybe. Maybe, but I'm not certain. Clue number four. Clue number four. If you want a glimpse into the future or to spot a famous writer, then do visit. But watch out for the landslides. A? A? What? <laughs> landslides, landslides. What game has landslides? Yeah, in that's it? what I'm trying to work out. Uh, Clue uh, number five. Uh, My first appearance in a video game was in 2016. And you have a chance to visit four times. Right. Four times. What? Wait, what? Huh. Huh. Hold on a sec. Can you guys hear Elise singing in the background? No, we can't. No. Okay, good. Well, she is, and it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a derail You derailing the quiz again, Rich. Sorry, I'm clue, trying to think. Clue number five. Four times. What? My notable attractions include a beach, a mm. church... Some mm. ruins mm. and a laboratory. Oh, uh. and a florist. <laughs> why is this? Why is this absolutely baffled me? Um, mm. <clears throat> a filming location for a superhero film as well. Yeah, is that like an in-game thing? Are they are they, are they filming like a spoof? No, 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 Josh. It's literally like Wakanda or something. I was a filming location <laughs> for a particularly iconic superhero movie. Oh, he spiced it. He's, he's chucked he's a bit the of spice paprika in early. It. Are we? Are we working yeah. through all the clues? Chili flakes. <laughs> yeah, there's only five this time. I'll go through them again. That's uh, it. And I'll give you some extra <laughs> spice. <clears throat> I'm something of a paradise. Very, very nice weather. There's your spice on that one. <laughs> yeah, if thanks. you can afford it. Mm, it's expensive. I was a filming location for a particularly iconic superhero movie. Right. My notable attractions include a beach, a church, some ruins, a florist, and a laboratory. Clue number four. If you want a glimpse into the future, say, for instance, the world of tomorrow or you wish to spot a famous writer, then do visit, but watch out for the landslides. 
See, it's the landslide that's throwing me. My first appearance in a video game was in 2016. And you have a chance to visit a total of four times. Yeah, what's that about? Yeah, I don't know. What came out in 2016? That was like in real life locations. Real life locations. Um, it's sort of got to be, isn't it? You would think. Um, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on what came out in 2016, though. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it was a good year. It's a good year for video. It was a good year. Yeah, it? it was I, a good year. I always struggle with 2016, though, because in my head, I've, I'm good with 2017, because that's the year the Switch mm. came out, and I know what sort of shit came out that year. Yeah, 2016 is like yeah. a, in my head. 2016 is also 2015 and 2014 all combined. <laughs> like, yeah, it's all weird. a bit of a blur. I'll tell you what. I'll give you a little, little extra spicy clue, right? <clears throat> uh, what shall I do? Right. Okay, this, this. I think this would be quite good, right? So I came out in, in uh, 2016, first appearance in a video game, right? 2016, really, really good year for video games. Mm. I was probably. The most praised location in that year. And, again, probably the most praised location in my series. Why would you have a chance to visit it? That's four times. Baffling me. Yeah. What are, the, fo- oh. what are the, like, the things you said? A beach? A beach, a florist, and a laboratory. Ruins, a church. Ah... Uh, I don't think we're going to get it this rich. I think we're too... Hold on. Wasn't the year Assassin's Creed Unity... No, Origins was that year, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. It was Unity, wasn't it? It's not Assassin's Creed Unity, is it? It's not Paris or a whatever. La- what, a lab? Yeah, no. Uh... And it wasn't praised either. And it. Oh, wait, no. Iconic superhero fil- film. Yeah, nothing was filmed there, was it? In Wait. Well, do you know what? Stop... Rich Walker. Paris from Assassin's Creed Unity. Pretty sure it's wrong. I'm pretty sure it's 2014, actually, Unity, now that I think of it. Incorrect. Stop. Yeah. Matt Lorigan. Is it Paris from Hitman? Incorrect. Oh, Hitman came out that year, though, yeah. S- stop. Beach- oh, Matt Lorigan. Is it Sapienza from Hitman? Yeah, I was about to say that. And this week's winner yeah, is oh, Matt Lorigan. That was my next guess. Oh, okay. That was my next guess. Yeah, it's got a laboratory, a beach, a church. Yeah, I, 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 number one, I, I don't I'm know something of a paradise. Head. It's the only other location I can remember yeah, other than Sapienza Paris. Is, is it? Yeah, hundred percent. Something of a paradise because of the nice weather, if you can afford it. It's also a reference to a line of dialogue said by Diana Burnwood. Forty-seven asks, "Is this paradise?" To which she responds, "If you can afford it." Clue number two: I was a filming location for a superhero movie, a particularly iconic one. Is a reference to the movie, the in-game movie Icon, whose yeah. director Dino Bosco is a target <laughs> in the mission, The Icon. Clue number three: Notable attractions include a beach, a church, some ruins, a florist, and a laboratory. Clue number four: If you want a glimpse into the future or to spot a famous writer, then do visit, but watch out. For the landslides as a reference to the four opportunities that you have to visit Sapienza, the missions World of Tomorrow, The Icon, The Author, and Landslide. First appearance of video game 2016, four chances to visit. Well done, Matt Lorigan. That is two weeks in a row. You, you now um, have a streak. I'm, Are you yeah. forgetting the uh, Gary Busey elusive target? 
<laughs> well, they pop up all over the place, but you know. what, um, that's one of, is, the, is, one of the only elusive targets I ever did was the Busey one. Am mm. I being dumb? Is Sapienza a real place? No, no. it's um, based on like the Amalfi Coast, I think. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, it's it's said to be on the Amalfi, yeah, like on yeah. the Amalfi Coast in Italy, but mm. no, it's also uh, yeah. Because I was uh, I was trying to I, was, it, I didn't go for it because the superhero thing, and I didn't know there was something being filmed there in game because I've not played. I think I only played Paris of the original Hitman. Oh, well, you that's see, Rich. That's why I knew what it was Sapienza, on. though. It was literally I Matt's pit me. It. <laughs> oh, shut up. That's shut right. Up. See, Matt's right? demonstrated quite handily. That's that's the attitude. Doesn't matter if he's played it. He knows about it as well. He should. Yeah, Rich knows Josh, about a load of Josh. stuff as well. You've got a load of games that you have not played. <laughs> Josh, I know where you live, mate. Yeah, but whenever he doesn't get one, he's it's gonna, always like, "Oh, I haven't played it." He's gonna bloody well dox, dox you. But Matt has so played it. He just admitted that he has. No, I played Paris. Yeah, you know, so. it, was, it, was, it was episodes, wasn't it? I've not played. Yeah, they dropped that beyond format fairly quick, one. didn't they? I don't right. hear it. Anyway, well done from Matt. We'll see you next week. That's a lovely streak. It's about that time that we get on to the questions. Yeah. If you put loads on, you're just spitting foam, spitting foam, spitting, 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 spitting. Then you brush, brush, brush. Yeah. You don't, don't, don't rinse your mouth. Brush, brush, brush. Bit of toothpaste. You don't, don't, don't rinse your mouth. I'll spit. <laughs> rinse the toothbrush. Rinse the toothbrush. I like a healthy lava. You can only spit so much. Questions, theories, comments, queries. You send them in and we'll talk about them for a little bit. Mm. Uh... This one from Michael a couple of weeks ago. Uh, what's up with the Metal Gear official Twitter account retweeting that Tom Olsen guy who seems to be hinting at Metal Gear announcements? Did you see this? I did, actually, yeah, but I, I just... I, I sort of chose to ignore it because I, I've been burnt too many times by this this franchise. <laughs> so uh, until I hear something official, I'm not lending any credence... Yeah. Or legitimacy yeah. to any of it. I think that's a smart attitude. Thank because you. I, I, on the whole, hype's a bit shit, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, nice to be excited, but when it's this sort of rabid hype, you're setting yourself up for, you know, maybe survive too or whatever. You're just setting yourself up to be hurt. And I yeah. don't want to be hurt. I want, <laughs> I want a new Metal Gear or a nice remake or something. Yeah. Don't, don't. Get my hopes up and then dash them. Yeah, no, I, I will, agree. I, yeah, I'll, no, <laughs> I'm yeah. staying away. I, I was, I was blind to. That. I don't often patrol Twitter, but I have to admit, I was blind to all of this. So I had no, I had no mm. idea that. Um, I don't know who Tom Olson is or, or why they would be retweeting his stuff. But well, it's hey, like, um, remember when they started hyping up Phantom Pain with that weird um, <laughs> dude with a bandaged up face? <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what he's yeah, called. Yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the announcement happens, but look, it could be good news because it could mean an announcement's incoming. I'll I'll temper my excitement accordingly. It's all it's yeah. all good stuff. Smart. Um, Mark Knight's been back in touch. You'll be pleased to know. Good. The, the Mark Knight. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the Mark, Mark Knight. Knight returns. Yeah, and actually, fair play to him because he put that as a subject line on the email. Brilliant. The Mark Knight returns. I love as well it. He does. Uh, and he says, uh, so point number one: Do I win a video game a mug? To which my response is absolutely. Um, if Except we had all any. Of, if we, yeah, yeah. Well, I was trying to think, right? Because we're not in the office now, and our, and, and we're sort of it, obviously all working from home since COVID. Yeah. And we're sort of thinking about getting a new place at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But our existing mug situation, I sort of thought, ah, oh, I'd, I'd happily send Mark Knight something. But then I thought, do we have any video game of mugs? I don't nice think to we have did, some did we? Merch, wouldn't it? A bit of merch <laughs> yeah, we could send yeah. to people. It would be good. I wouldn't say no to a bit of bit of bit of merch, but mm. I don't think we do. The, the mug I opted for in the office, uh, there was a nice Batman mug where you put the water in and the that's logo mine. appears. That's it, mine. That's oh, wait, my no. mug. No, no, no! You've got the other Batman what mug? Oh, you're talking about the City Skyline the one. Go- yeah, yeah, there's that one that's got this yeah. like Gotham, and there's like a, a in green. It says like ha 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 when you put the hot water in. So I was very, very, very pleased with that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll look over the mug situation, Mark Knight. <laughs> you uh, didn't have a mug, did you? You just used to <clears throat> recycle your coffee cup, your paper that, cup. Yeah. If I went, if I went to Starbucks in the morning, I'd keep that going throughout the day. Mm, Dirty scummer. Time. Big time. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, he then continues on. Uh, funny you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I think you mentioned it, Rich. Because <laughs> he says, yeah, I actually am related to Michael Knight. Oh, excellent. <laughs> and, and then he says, he's my dad. But then... But then... But then <laughs> yeah. But then he goes on to elaborate. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, he's a retired headmaster, mm. and that association got me serious playground cred in primary school in the 80s. I don't remember that from the show. <laughs> was David Hasselhoff's character a former headmaster? I think he, I think he was, yeah. Ah. And then, and then he, this guy says his, his, his actual dad, who yeah. is Michael Knight, uh, does drive a black car, but ah. alas, it's a Nissan Micra. Again, I don't remember this from the show. No, I don't think a <laughs> Nissan Micra was... Yeah, so... Yeah. But anyway, he says, thanks, great show as always. Well, thank you, thanks, uh, yeah. The Mark Knight Returns. But I, I I, dare say you've got one more in you. Um, to, because we, to we, we, we the trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Do you know? We, we want to hear that The Mark Knight Rises. And I don't know what that would entail. So you, you, you've you, got a sort of triumph in some sphere of your life. An email in about how, you, how you're rising through the ranks or something. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or... Just come at us with some some mad inane chat. We'll be loving that, um, mm-hmm. and, and that's the subject line to go for. Yeah, Next brilliant. question. Uh, oh, this one from Roland mm-hmm. uh, says hi, Josh and Rich. Great Hello. podcast as always. Hello, thanks. Great podcast as always. Recently, the quiz has seen Josh getting a little drunk on power, uh, yes. but it's still a still a good laugh, like that Albert Schweitzer guy. Yeah, yeah. But it, but it's still a good laugh. Uh, and then he says, "Sorry to be a keyboard warrior pedant." <clears throat> so already no, 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 my like ears, that. my ears are pricking up. No, I'm loving yeah. it. I pedantry, absolutely. Come this way. Um, yeah. Your email about UK versus US games prices has forced me to chime in. Um, as I understand it, and he's absolutely right. I read this, and it was like a light bulb moment. And I went, "Oh God, how are we so stupid?" Um, as I understand it, prices in the US are advertised before sales tax. This varies from state to state, ranging from 0% in some places to a maximum of 9.55% in Tennessee. Obviously, over here, we pay VAT at 20%, but it's included in all displayed prices. Well, hold and on. He, well, isn't he's not finished yet, tax, but he's gone. Isn't US, isn't US tax included in the price of a digital game? That doesn't get added at checkout or anything, does yeah, it? Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, does if you really? buy codes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then, and then okay, he says... Well. 
Um, okay, fine. Quick, quick back of an envelope maths means a £50 game would actually be £41.67 before VAT, although this right. may not equate exactly to US prices, exchange rate depending. It does get us a bit closer. So yeah. that's why, you know, 70 quid here, $70 in the US, when they take it to the till, it'll actually be like 78 79 like ultimately, right? I um, guess so. Uh, yeah, yeah, but right, then well. he, but then he says, pedantry aside, an actual question: uh, as games get more expensive to make, how many first-party games do you expect from console makers a year? Around four to five triple A's and a few smaller games. What do you guys think? Thanks for the um, podcast. Well, thank you yeah, for thanks. the excellent pedantry, Roland. I'm loving it. Um, yeah, I'd say four or five. I mean, what? Uh, so we, so we got like from the from the big boys. We got Ratchet and Clank, Returnal. Mm-hmm. Astro's Playroom, <clears throat> Spider-Man, Sackboy, one, two, three, Demon Souls, four, Returnal. Ratchet You've already said Returnal. <laughs> so we've already had. No, I was just doing it on my hands. Horizon so, Forbidden West is out this year. So we've already had one, two, three, four, five. We've already had five, and we've got six with Ratchet and Clank. If Horizon happens this year, and I don't know if that will, it's on for this year. It's on. It's for on this, like, for this November, year. November, so October, something like that. Let's say, arguably, it does happen. That's seven. You've then got Kena Bridge of Spirits, which is also listed for this year. Um, so yeah, I, I, it, it does depend. If you're Nintendo, not that many. They put out an incredibly. Uh, sort of quality product but they don't absolutely milk it you know in like the launch year of the switch you just had mario odyssey and breath of the wild and i say you just had i mean they're two of the most wonderful games of that year mario but odyssey y- wasn't you know what i mean title, was it uh, zelda was at launch and then odyssey came out okay, right, in yeah. launch year but i think it came out in like december or november or something like yeah that. that makes sense um sony just go bloody mental with it Xbox, <laughs> they've, they've got uh, the, the Xbox have got some stuff uh, scheduled for this. Brewing. Well, they've yeah. got all their they've studios now, haven't they? Yeah, but that's sort of like a, f- a sort of few years. Out. I'm sort of thinking this year they got they got oh, Halo okay. coming out. Yeah, Halo. Is that um, like no? That's November, isn't it? I think. Uh, or, I think it's gonna be like Q3. I'd say. I mean, yeah. To use Roland's thing, I'd say like yeah, like four to five triple A's. Absolutely. That's that's ba- but. It, you know, it does depend. Also, AAA is weird. Like Mario Golf, right? Yeah. That yeah. that game looks amazing because it's got Wario in a cowboy hat and little checkered. He's mm-hmm. wearing cleats and a little a little checkered trousers, and it's it's made by Nintendo. So that, I guess that is a AAA. It's a quality Nintendo product. Yeah. But like the whole AAA, if you compare that to like I don't know Assassin's Creed, which was worked on by like three thousand people, and <laughs> mm, <laughs> I don't know mm. the, the whole AAA is like such a weird sliding scale. It's so tough to measure, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think that. I think that's reasonable. Sort of four to five, and maybe a few nice little indies. That, yeah. Uh, that seafood's got me excited. Tell you what. Mm, mm-hmm. um, yeah, me too. Uh, actually, that looks like a roguelike I could get on board with. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. I like this one. Uh, this is from, also, good name. This is from Zen Bloke. Brilliant. So, you know, well, he yeah. is Zen. Um, who would you drop into a video game uh, to spice things up? He said, I, I recently uh, did, a, did a video on the idea of putting Begbie from Train Spotting into Mortal Kombat. What would yours be? I tell you what, that's a good shout, that. He that can is throw really pint good. Glasses. Yeah. His fatality is yeah. some sort of nasty pint glass thing. Yeah, he sort of chucks it nonchalantly over yeah. his shoulder and it just smashes on Scorpion's head. <laughs> That's horrible, that scene. Um, yeah, it is horrible. It is really horrible. Who would I chuck in there? Um, 
That's a weird question. I've got to it's think good. of psychotic characters. But then it's not just yeah. Mortal Kombat, is it? It could be any game. No, no, no. It could be anything. Could be anything. Huh. How about oh, stick the thing John is, Wick actually, in? I don't know. Metal Gear or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Or um, I was gonna say like you know like in Snake Eater they but they already had the little ape escape monkeys in Snake Eater and that and that was genius. Yeah. Um, yeah. How about uh, <clears throat> James Earl Cash making a surprise appearance in Super Mario 3D World? Brilliant. Yeah. That'd sure. spice that up, wouldn't it? Well, just. <laughs> <laughs> shanking Mario with a shard of glass just, or something or like crowbarring him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like mm. jumping on Goombas but with a crowbar yeah sure you know just sort of cracking it over their heads um, yeah that would certainly spice things up or True. um I don't think it'd be in keeping with Nintendo's kind of family ethos, but you know. No, it's a good, it's a good point actually, because the thing is That's about right. Zen, Zen bloke. It, the thing is, Begbie, in a weird way, sort of thematically seems to fit Mortal Kombat. Mm. Like he's well, sort could, of vicious, yeah. he's vicious enough, you know, because they've already got the Terminator in there, haven't they, and like Rambo and stuff. Begbie's yeah, just have, interesting. <laughs> I keep yeah. forgetting that Rambo's in it. What are they thinking? <laughs> it is bonkers, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say let's get a bit of James Earl Cash in Super Mario. Let's get... Um, I'd like to see one of the worms from Worms do something outside of their usual remit. Mm. You know. Maybe in Surgeon Simulator they're in... I don't know, worming their way through bodies. Oh God, yeah, that'd be grim mm. and nasty. Yeah, I'd like, yeah, 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 but in a good way. In a good yeah. way. <laughs> mm. um, or uh, you know, um, sort of gothic, um, traditionally like fantastical monsters just turning up in a traditionally quite grounded survival horror series. Um, mm. Like, uh, oh, like what they did with Resident Evil Village, for instance. Yeah. Like that, yeah, and sure. I was, I was doing it. I was doing a bit. I was doing. A, I, was, I was trying uh, to zing them. I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I see what you did. Yeah, getting quite mm-hmm. nasty with it. Um, <laughs> we got a few more. We got a few more. But it depends how many more you can take, Rich. Um, how about two more? All right, two more. <clears throat> uh, this one from uh, Joseph Murphy. Yeah. Uh, when reviewing. Do you ever feel like you're missing out on the release window magic of certain big releases when you sometimes play and finish big games long before its public release date and or having to rush through it uh, to meet a deadline, well, etc.? rushing through it's never fun. But the no. release window sort of magic thing, you get a different feeling. You, you get to feel smug because you're like, <laughs> well, I've finished it. <laughs> You're all just playing it. I finished it ages ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't. I have to say, I don't feel smug, but I do feel. Um, it depends what you because the thing is with the release window magic is that a large part of that tends to be um, sort of Twitter-based stuff. You know, people yeah, yeah. people causing it, and I don't really go on Twitter, so I don't. Mm. I, I, a lot of that just sort of, you know, there's all this, you know, discourse that rises up around the game. Yeah, um, I largely avoid all that as well, to be doesn't fair. Doesn't particularly interest me. But the release window magic, I absolutely, lo- like, traditionally, when, like, before I got the job, I, I was, it, I would always love that, that first session that you have with, like, a new game. But part yeah. of that would be, 
I guess just the isolation of it, right? It's just like, like, do you remember the feeling when you get like a brand new Grand Theft Auto game and you just think, yes. I'm just going to take this weekend and just play this game in bloody solitude and it's going to be glorious? Like, yeah. I get yeah. a version of that. Like when I'm sent a review copy of a game, I sort of, you, you, you almost get a kind of like, it's kind of nice to be able to play it bef- before there's all yeah. the big hubbub about it. Yeah, you know, no, absolutely. Sort of and you and quietly. I, like, taking Resident Evil Village as an example, we have mm. our own little back and forth chats about it. You know? Yeah, we can sort like, of where gauge, are you like... Oh, have you done this bit? You know, so we... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We sort of have a little microcosm of it, in a sense. No, no, it, there is, there is, yeah, yeah, for sure. On the whole, I'm a, I'm a sort of a fairly quiet soul, and it's quite nice to be able to play things... Mm. B- before mm-hmm. the hubbub, I'm, an, I'm, yeah. a, I'm not so much a hubbub person. So yeah, I guess you. I have I have my own quiet version of the release window magic, which is yeah, just yeah, before. Yeah, hundred yeah, yeah. percent with you on that. Uh, and lo- oh, this is interesting. Little mm. little th- little thought provoking one. Oh yeah. <clears throat> this is from Flashy. Uh, nice. Been thinking a lot about how most games are very spatial. Uh, First-person shooters, platformers, RTS, racing, etc. Uh, they are, in a very reductive sense, all about navigating 3D or 2D space. Is it just easier for humans to conceptualise these types of games? Or maybe computers are just a bit better at rendering physical spaces? Maybe the design of game controllers encourages this type of interaction? What are your thoughts? That's I'd an say it's question. all I like of that. the above. I would say it's all of the above. I would also say that... Uh, more than just games, um, anything really—a g- a good book, um, uh, a, a, you know, a good TV show or a film—they're they're all, all 3D. about. <laughs> Ideally, you're in stereoscopic 3D. Yeah. yeah, get down there to the cinema. James Cameron's Avatar, obviously, would be the height of that. Um, the no, pinnacle, you yeah. know, all of the <laughs> all of those things. Uh, they're all about now. I think, and really, even something like a painting, um, it's all about navigating space. Uh, when it comes, to, but often, you know, if you're, I don't know, if you're reading a, a novel or something, uh, they are about uh, navigating an emotional space or yeah. navigating the space, the interior space of a character. Or if it's like over a narrative arc, you know, the the, the space of geography and time. If you're reading a novel that's, I don't know, set in the 19th century in Russia or something, it's about navigating that space. Um, so I do think that there's kind of an aspect in all art that is about fundamentally navigating space. Um, mm. It just depends on what the texture of that space is. When it comes to video games, I suppose that the, the uh, one of the ways that games are so interesting is that they do have that that sort of literal two dimensional, three dimensional space. Mm-hmm. But then you get other stuff like if you're thinking about like uh, what was that game that came out that was re- oh um, Hypno Space Outlaw was really interesting oh, because yeah. it, it was about navigating the internet mm. so in a, in, a, in a sense that's about navigating a different space entirely um it sort of recreates an old geocity style you know web web websites on a web browser you know on your on your computer or, or wherever you you know wherever you're going to play it or yeah. you know text-based games that's the funny thing about games they can kind of grab and cut off little chunks of other art forms and sort of smuggle them into their own makeup so if you're reading you know diary entries in a resident evil game or or um you know whatever or or just an old text-based adventure that was not dissimilar to books i guess navigating yeah. a kind of imaginary space but yeah, 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 yeah. good question we got some more mm. apologies if i didn't read your questions out because you know we got to go yeah um don't get yourself on snapchat don't bother with instagram get yourself on twitter at richie w82 at joshy wise at video gamer 
for your for your questions, theories, comments, queries, quandaries as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, email me podcast at videogamer.com for your rambles. We love them. Head yeah. over to videogamer.com, of course, for all of your gaming needs. Yeah. Jingle um, thanks. Jingle thanks. Well done, Rich. Uh, mm-hmm. Andy B, Adam Cook, Colin Mahern for the stings. We love them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Thank you to the listeners. I think that's about everything, isn't it? Did I say last time that I might make some of my own stings as no one else oh, has sent Oh, yeah, them? you did. I might piss about and have a go in, like, garage band or something. <laughs> See if I can make yeah, some shite. Please do, because we've got we've got to yeah. We we, we freshen we, we, it up. Yeah, we'll get <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You you get on that and we'll oh. see it we'll we'll see how you go. <laughs> I don't even have garage band. Forget it. Oh really? That's a shame. You got <laughs> a little keyboard. I thought every I thought every Mac came with that. Yeah I thought it did as well actually. Oh rubbish. Anyway, uh, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye. We'll we'll talk to you next week. It's goodbye from Rich. Uh, yeah. See ya. Bye. Bye. Next week. Bye. <laughs>